This is the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That is right. Welcome in another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, where we are breaking down District 5 and 6 activities week in, week out in the great state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined, as always, by our East Idaho expert, Sean Kane. Sean, what's going on? Well, I didn't mention to you this before we got on, but I have a little bit of a rant to go on. And that's, uh, yeah, Um, this is my call to arms per se. But when you go to basketball games, you don't need to yell at the refs the whole time. Uh, It's already started off pretty bad. I've done three or four games. And so my my plea to the community is uh, no one's impressed. (laughs) No one's impressed that, you know, the referee's name. No one's impressed for you yelling at them the whole game. I, I, that's just that's just my rant. I'm like, just come to the game, enjoy it, and be thankful that we have referees. I'm so dismayed to hear that because uh, the season just started. And why is it basketball always seems to be worse than football in terms of fans and their behavior towards referees it probably seems worse because we're all jammed into one building and you can hear things a little better whereas in football for the most part the bleachers are pretty far removed from the actual field of play but man you've done uh girls basketball boys basketball um we won't say which teams i mean people can really figure that out if they want to but man that's a bummer i don't like to hear yeah and i i love basketball and you know you i know basketball is your your jam and Honestly, once basketball gets going, I, I just love, I love basketball too. And, um, yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's not just me and, and talking to some, you know, other people in the uh, sporting arena, they have felt it already too. And, uh, I kind of got my rant from Scott Burton's, um, thought this week. And I'm like, the thought should be, don't, don't yell at the ref. I mean, I, I get it. Everyone. I mean, I get excited too, but I, I'm I'm not yelling at him. It's 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 absolutely valid to be excited and f- be part of the game, but you don't need to yell at the ref over and over and over and uh, yelling over the back or well, we'll just leave it at that yelling over the back. We don't need it. First of all, it's not actually a call and it's not over the back every every play. Yeah, so uh the over the over the back doesn't exist. There's nowhere in the in the rule book that says if one if the rebounder goes over the back of the other, yeah. a foul should be called. You know what? If you're taller and you can jump higher and you don't interfere with the other player's ability to rebound, you absolutely can get the rebound from behind the player. Uh, yeah, totally legal play. Yeah, that's and I mean that's the athleticism, you know, you're if someone's just, you know, can jump higher, run faster, it, that's part of the game. That's why they play the game to compete at the level. So, yeah, the over the back man was is killing me. It's Not- killing me. And then we just started, but uh, l- let me tell you the uh it's it's been great and I'm and then I I guess I want to make it more positive. I'm just really thankful for the refs we have in East Idaho. Um I get to know a lot of them um throughout the course of the year and a lot of the same refs do football and basketball and baseball and you know it's the it's the same guys and i'm very thankful for them um they've done an excellent job handling the shot clock change the new foul rules per quarter um they communicate with people very well um you know they're not yelling at anyone 
Um, you know, every once in a while, there's still shot clock mistake uh, because it's a human run thing, right? There's human error and they're just, oh, no, we'll go. They're just so nice and understandable. And they're really out there trying to teach uh, the players, you know, the game too. So they're, um, it's very nice to have them there, right? You would, you wouldn't want to go watch the game without them. Yeah, they are. And that's a good way to tie into Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful for everybody that volunteers to be uh, an official for sure. So yeah, if you're one of those fans, it's yelling at the refs, knock it off. Seriously. Nobody's impressed. Yeah, that, that was my thing. It came up when I was talking to a couple of coaches. I'm, I'm just not impressed that you know their name. Like I'm, no one's impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the only one who's going to be impressed is the people that are taking you to leave, you know? Um, so, and I know uh, athletic directors are kind of more and vice principals and principals are more proactive about this now that they're just not going to put up with it. They're going to go and, you know, you don't have to come to the game. You don't have to play sports. It's an opportunity um, and you should use your opportunity wisely. Yeah, for sure. So, all, all right. right. <laughs> That's good. Hey, I, I'm glad you got that off your chest. I wouldn't want you to hang on to that and lash out with somebody. So uh, I'll, I'll send you a bill for the therapy session. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of things that cost money, uh, you can, of course, view this prep cast each and every week in a number of different ways or consume it, I guess. You can listen online at idahosports.com. Across the top of the homepage, there is uh, a, a little tab that says prep casts on it. From there, there's a drop down menu with all of our prep cast offerings. You click on East Idaho prep cast and it takes you to a page with a built in player. You can listen to it there. You can also download this podcast wherever you download your podcasts, whether that's Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, etc. Uh, you can also watch the prep cast every week, of course, on the idahosports.com YouTube channel and Facebook page as well, Sean. Uh, was talking to the old boss, Paul Kingsbury, earlier this week, and he said, uh, first of all, I asked, hey, you know, we had a really crazy fall sports season. How about getting some raises or a little bonus for us prep casters? He said, no, I've spent the money elsewhere. He Apparently, uh, we upgraded to a higher definition of video quality on the prep casts. No. So your viewing experience may be enhanced. I have no idea. It all looks the same to me on the back end. So I'll have to actually go watch on YouTube, I guess. I don't know if I need to be enhanced, but. <laughs> right. So anyways, uh, that is a new wrinkle that'll be added to the prep cast. And otherwise, we are often running into the winter sports season. Now, one final nod to our fall sports athlete, Sean, at IdahoSports.com. It is our goal to post and publish every all-conference team from boys soccer girls soccer volleyball and football we've got all the soccer and volleyball all conference teams that we have been given so far up on our site i'm working on football i'll get there i'm only one guy uh, but just keep checking back at idahosports.com some people ask sean hey where's this league or how come this district didn't have an all-conference team it's up to the coaches some coaches just decide not to do it uh and honestly a lot of district five conferences for whatever reason don't do all conference teams. So that's why they're missing. They either haven't done it or we've reached out to a lot of different coaches and we just haven't heard back. So. And, I, and I think a lot of that in district five is it used to be kind of a, a newspaper run thing. Like the newspaper would call the coaches and get the votes together. 
they were kind of the media the mediator of that and i don't think they really have that anymore so i think that could be a way so i'm not sure how they're all coming together the vote if some ad's in charge of it all or not but i know i know the 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 newspaper used to kind of handle the the running of that so i imagine that kind of transition is probably the delay Mm, I see. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's getting tougher and tougher for newspapers, especially uh, in District 5, and you know, uh, to, to get somebody there that can actually reach out to coaches and things like that. So um, anyway, so we've got the all-conference teams from the fall sports season on our website, idahosports.com. But we also have great winter sports content, right? Our girls basketball previews launched uh, really two weeks ago, but last week is when everybody really started flocking to the site to read those. Our first girls basketball coaches poll of the year is now up on the site. We'll talk about that here in just a second as well, Sean, but what's coming up boys basketball previews. will start to trickle in at the end of this week and over the weekend. And by next Monday, we should have all of our boys basketball previews up on the site. And then the following week, Sean, uh, Al Fontes, our, our great wrestling contributor, yeah. is working on a big, meaty, all-encompassing wrestling season preview. And that is coming in two weeks. It just it takes a long time to get all this data put together for all of our previews. We're always about a week behind the actual start of the season. But lots of good things coming to IdahoSports.com with basketball and wrestling. And specifically, Sean, our Matt Chat prep cast oh, yeah. is returning, where myself and Al Fontes and Jacob Eck and Brian Zollinger really cast of thousands. We do it live. It's going to be every Tuesday night at eight o'clock Mountain Time on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel and Facebook page, and then we'll drop in the audio the next day uh, into the podcast feed. But um, this is by far our most popular prep cash on the wrestling community turns out they tune in live every week really questions, they ask questions i like the question part of it um, yeah so it's really great to turn in live because they'll ask you guys questions and you get that the live answers right there it's pr probably the most live you know action sports show in idaho really i i love i love answering the questions live i think that's great yeah, really what I tell the the fans is that hey, you you're kind of the hosts of the show. You're going to steer the conversation wherever you want to steer it. And we're just here to take your questions and talk about some bigger picture things. So, um all you wrestling diehards, that is coming back starting next Tuesday. That will be December 5th, 8 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time on idahosports.com. The Matt Chat Prepcast will be back. Uh, for another season, our second season there. All right. All that admin stuff out of the way, Sean. Let's talk about actual things that happened. Um, you know, our first girls basketball coaches polls of the season uh, came up on the site earlier today, as I mentioned. And really, you know, taking a look at the first, you know, because now, you know, some teams have played, I don't know, six or seven games, yeah. which I hate. Some have played like one or two so until we really get to January and the schedules balance out, it is kind of hard to stack up the win-loss totals. But here's what we've got from East Idaho. 5A girls, Rigby checks in at number four. They're a perfect 5-0. and In the 4A coaches poll, Shelly is the number one team. They're off to a 3-0 and start this year. Let's just go classification by classification. That might be easier. Rigby, 5-0. and They check in at number four in the poll. 
they're the overwhelming favorite. Uh, they've got Cambry Barber back. They've got Miley Graham, Kinsley Larson. That's a good, you know, trio to start with. Yeah, I think um, Rigby will end up higher in that poll. I think as the season goes on, I, I think you know we got to see them live last year at state, and uh, man, they were they were a good team. They had to play a really good Thunder Ridge team for the 18th time, and yeah, I I like Rigby. Um, really, really outperforming whatever their rank is at, at the moment. Yeah, and and really none of their games have been close. I mean, every single game has been won by 20-plus points. They've swept Bonneville twice. Uh, they've also beaten Idaho Falls, Hillcrest, and Blackfoot. And you might be thinking, oh, that's just all four A-teams, so what? Blackfoot and Hillcrest and, and Idaho Falls are, are not bad teams, so... Rigby really opening some eyes. We're we're really going to find out, Sean, this weekend. You know what Rigby's all about because they are hosting Centennial on Friday night, and then a Waihee Saturday afternoon. That a Waihee Rigby game is going to really tell us a lot about where the Trojans stand on a statewide level. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Hawaii's a, a team coming in with a high rank. They've got some great players. So you know, if Rigby Rigby can take that out early, um, that's going to say a lot moving forward. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of Boise teams coming over. Highland is also, they're hosting uh, Middleton uh, on Friday, and they're hosting Timberline on Saturday. And we know what kind of program Timberline is, right? They're a perennial uh, participant at state for sure um, there. And then uh, Thunder Ridge is also kind of in this hosting deal, right? They're going to host a Waihee Friday night and then Centennial Saturday afternoon as well. And I'm trying to think of who the other partner with highland is might be one of the four a's um but for the 5a schedule some of the boise schools are going to be invading east idaho this weekend so that should be really fun to watch uh 4a coaches poll sean shelly checks in at number one well deserved they're off to a three and oh start uh they got all the way to the championship game last year sandpoint the team that beat them for the title is at number three they've only played one game they're one and oh so i think that's a big reason why um pocatello i was pretty surprised not in the poll skyline is though skyline got the number five slot and they're off to a two and oh start i think that's because skyline beat pocatello and then minico who's number four also has beaten pocatello and um yeah, but yeah, Shelly definitely. You you see them there. You know what what they bring to the table. Um, I think I think that poll is going to change a lot over the year. I think again we're going to see that District Six Four A conference is going to be uh, just a nightmare to kind of predict probably uh, every night. And and Skyline, you know, Skyline was strong last year. They come back with pretty much all their players um, except for uh, one one player got hurt from volleyball. So I know they're trying to fill that hole. Uh, Amy. Uh, basic. Uh, basic. Yeah. Kind of their posts and sides. So if they can kind of fill that hole and the sh- shipping sisters, I mean, that's, that's a tough team. Um, anyway, you slice it. So I think the foray is just going to be crazy. Yeah. Skyline, a pair of wins over Thunder Ridge in Madison. They actually get conference play started on Thursday, November 30th, uh, when they will host Bonneville at the Taj Magriz. Um, So conference opener for Skyline coming up for Shelly. 
very impressive start to the year. They've beaten the three teams. You know, they would they'd be in first place in District Five, Sean. They've beaten Century, Preston, and Pocatello, all three, and they got their first conference win last night over Bonneville, sixty-six to seventeen. So the Russets are four and zero, and they're one and zero in conference play. So that's a good start there for Shelly. Really, the big game that I'm looking forward to is next Wednesday, Shelly at Blackfoot. Blackfoot, you'll remember, actually won the district tournament last year over Shelly. Shelly had to fight their way just to get to state. So next Wednesday, that's the big game I'm circling on the calendar. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, Definitely, yeah, even Blackfoot, you know, got the number one seed, lost first round, and it was almost it almost seemed kind of like a, a a good thing for Shelly. They I feel like they got a better half of the draw, but none of that really matters now, right? We're we're in a new year, new time. You got to get there. You got to win the games, right? And and Shelly did come down to Pocatello uh, right before Thanksgiving, and they they, they did get a fifty three to forty six win, a nice seven point victory. Um, I'm really looking forward to the rematch, Sean. It comes on December twelfth. In Shelly, that's a game that you know we're we're starting to build the broadcast schedule for IdahoSports.com. We might we might have to send you there for that one, Sean, mm-hmm. to broadcast. Uh, and Shelly, yeah, I'm like the king of Shelly. I feel like <laughs> no, I'm just I, you, I I'm the king potato of Shelly. <laughs> their their mascot is it's that potato right with the royal scepter and the crown and the uh, royal cape. That that's you. They they the artist rendering for that potato was from you, Sean. Wow. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like that. Oh, anytime we do a girls' game, though, in Shelly, it always seems to be a battle. We had that just outright amazing game between Shelly and Skyline last year. So, yeah, I'd be I'd be welcome to it. Yeah, for sure. Three uh, A coaches poll: uh, Snake River number one. No surprise, they're four and zero. Teton and Sugar Salem both check in as well, though. Teton at number three, Sugar at number four. Teton's four and zero. Sugar is three and zero. You know, Snake River played last night, Sean, against Soda Springs, which we know is a really good two A program, right? They got all the way to the the two A state championship game last year. Um, The fact that Snake River won didn't surprise me necessarily. But the margin of victory, I thought, was like pretty shocking. And I don't think it says anything that like, oh, Soda Springs is bad. I think like Snake River is just that good. They won 62 to 28. The final. Yeah, I'd, I'd lean to that. I would lean to more that Snake River is just really good. And um, they're going to play Sugar Salem. That should be interesting. Um, but when I look down at uh, the, uh, Snake River's schedule, that they play Blackfoot. They always they, that always be, becomes a battle. Um, you know, they're less than a couple miles away from each other, and but it'll be interesting to see how they compete against the four A team. But I think Snake River could compete with many of the four A schools, um, just by the amount of players they have on their team this year. Yeah, and so uh, among Snake's four and start, the win over Soda Springs, the win over Kimberly who we think is going to be pretty good from district four this year. They won that one pretty handily as well. 66 to 21. And then they did beat Blackfoot as well. Their rivals right there in the same town, 40 to 36. So they beat the four, a Broncos by four. I mean, we're going to find out in a week who the best three, a team in East Idaho is Sean, because we talked about snake sugar Teton all ranked in the coaches poll snake will play sugar Salem. They're actually hosting the diggers. Thursday night, 7.30, and then the following Friday, December 8th, uh, they're going to travel to Teton. 
So, I mean, we're going to find out pretty quick what the hierarchy in, in East Idaho 3A hoops is. Yeah, and just really good games uh, coming up early. So um, I always like to look at what happens the second time around, but um, I, it'll be it'll be definitely fun to see these games, how they come to fruition. Yeah, and of course, uh, Sugar and Teton are going to be battling all year long for supremacy in District 6. They won't play each other until way, way, way into the yeah. new year, 2020. Four. Uh two A coaches poll Sean. Uh in the uh top five from East Idaho, not Soda Springs, but two of its district rivals, Malad and Bear Lake, each are off to three and oh starts. And we talked about Malad got a lot of preseason hype. They were actually picked uh tied for first in our preseason conference coaches poll, along with Soda Springs. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. It was kind of surprising, but Malad off to that three and zero start, um, and again, that's a that conference, that Southeast Idaho conference is always so tough with Bear Lake, Malad, Soda Springs, Westside wasn't um, wasn't too bad last either, last year either, but I think they've lost some some talent, so it might be a little of a struggle. But all those teams are always always battling it out. Yeah, uh, and we will get to if you want to see. Uh, Malad in action. They're going to be playing uh, our first kind of holiday tournament uh, in East Idaho coming up this weekend for girls hoops. We will talk about that more in just a second here. Um, but I did also want to mention uh, from that district, District 5, um, Bear Lake also off to a good 3-0 and start. And they were a team that came on strong at the end of last year. They got a couple of upsets at districts. Uh, Ken Wells is the coach there. They're a very capable team also. Yeah. The Bear Lake uh, beat American Falls first, who is also a good team. And then they beat Grace 49-38 um, just Tuesday on the 21st. So off to a 3-0 start is always really good. I like that first win um, in the back of my mind. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big win. And And speaking of District 6, um, coaches weren't really sure what to make of that in the preseason poll. We talked about it. Firth was kind of picked high. North Fremont was picked high. Ryrie was picked high. So, you know, to be determined still how this is all going to play out. Um, we mentioned that, uh, Bear Lake, what do they have coming up? A pair of games against grace, really good one, a D one team. Um, they played grace last night and won 49, 38. It just doesn't happen a lot to grace um and then or excuse me they played that before uh yeah. thanksgiving and then they'll they'll play grace again thursday night so can the grizzlies get some revenge there in that rematch i i wouldn't bet against it grace is a really well coached team by coach christensen and um that's going to be a good rematch in grace thursday night yeah that's a <laughs> that's a jam-packed schedule right grace versus grace you have a little turkey a little bit of grace it's right. You grace always, before and grace after. Yeah, you should always uh, start your turkey and finish it with with a little grace for sure. <laughs> um, okay, we talked about Malad. They're going to be competing at the first kind of holiday tournament of the season, Sean. It is the Ryrie Bulldogs Shootout. Um, this is going to be a really fun tournament. They did this last year uh, for the first time. Uh, it was a little eight-team affair. And they're they're gonna do they're adding a boys tournament uh, next week uh, to the competition this year. Also, Matt Harris, the athletic director at Ryrie, uh, does a great job. But here are the matchups, Sean. 
Um, it's an eight-team tournament. It starts on Thursday morning, and we've got Marsh Valley against Firth in the first game, and then that's followed by Ambrose against Malad. And then on the bottom half of the bracket, you've got West Jefferson against Declo. And then in the nightcap, it's Wendell against Ryrie. So you're looking at a field of seven Class 2A teams plus Class 3A Marsh Valley. This is a really good, pretty balanced tournament. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I have to give a shout out to Matt Harris. He was the PA announcer at the mini dome uh, for the championship games. He did a great job. So uh, shout out to him, but shout out to him for coming up with a good tournament. Um, and the teams really benefit from these tournaments. So I think when it comes down the line, when you have to get into districts and the state, the tournaments are just so important and you just kind of have to learn how to, you got to come back the next day and play and compete no matter what happens. Yeah. I think selfishly the matchups I want to see in the semifinals are Firth versus Malad and then Declo versus Ryrie, just because I think all of those teams are going to be pretty good and have a good chance to get to state this year. So that'll be a good data point for us to use when we're evaluating my official predictions for this one, Sean, I'll go with Malad versus Declo in the championship and I will take the dragons. That's kind of my official on the record prediction of how this Ryrie Bulldogs shootout is going to go, but we'll see. All right. Yeah. I might go first. I'll say first. Okay. <laughs> should be should be a lot of fun though. Uh that's for sure. So that's what's happening at the 2A ranks. Um 1A D1 Sean, we talked about it. Uh Grace comes in uh along with Butte County. Uh Grace is ranked 2nd in the coaches poll currently 3 and 1. Lone setback was to Bear Lake. Um and and Butte County got votes. I mean, they're close to breaking through here. Um, but really right now, the 1A is dominated by District 4. They had three teams in the top five. And again, we talked about it between Grace and Butte County. Only one team's going to get to go to state. Butte County is really going to have to elevate their game if they want to knock Grace from that top perch. Yeah, it's it's going to kind of be the same scenario for volleyball, right? Both teams are really good for volleyball. Only one got to go. Um, you're really going to have to batten down the hatches as the season goes on. Yeah, um, and so Butte County is actually heading to a holiday tournament of their own, Sean. They're going to go to Cary. Um, this is a, a, an interesting little four-team holiday tournament in Cary, Sean. Uh, the participants are Wood River, a Class 4A school, okay. and then you've got uh, Butte County, a 1A D1, Cary, which is a 1A D1, and then Rockland is going to be there as well. So a 1A D2. So you got three 1A schools and then class 4A Wood River. Now, Wood River's coming because it's A, really close to Cary, and B, Wood River's girls program is really struggling. And so um, it'll be a good, fun little four-team tournament taking place this weekend in Cary also. Yeah, the in the first round, it's Butte County versus Rockland. I, I find that kind of in, uh, an intriguing matchup that you you would maybe never see right so uh it's, it'll be kind of neat to see that what happens there yeah and we should mention uh carrie uh, is also hosting a boys holiday tournament in conjunction with this girls same teams uh same matchups so also on the boys side you know rockland's gonna play butte county and then carrie will play wood river so um looking forward to the competition there and then you know rockland is a 1ad2 school sean uh in the 1ad2 coaches poll uh, Ledor 
the only team from East Idaho to make to, to make the top five. Ledor off to a three and zero start, but look at all the teams that received votes: Grace Lutheran, Mackey, Rockland, Water Springs, Taylor's Crossing. So that's you know five teams in the district receiving votes. This league's going to be wild and unpredictable all year. Yeah, Grace Lutheran started off three and zero. Ledor's three and zero right now. Then everyone else is kind of a little different but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild uh to see where this comes out now yeah i have to give you credit you've been talking about ledor for a couple years and you know this might be their year to take this conference yeah it's it's interesting with ledor um they've got a great coach in in janet pruel and they just said goodbye to two basically four-year starters kind of the heartbeat of the program for the last four years so they said goodbye to mackenzie mackie um, and Sadie Bird to graduation. And those are tough losses to overcome, but they bring back like basically everybody else. And so Coach Pruel kind of said, like, hey, if we can, if we can try to not be the Mackie and Bird show like we were last year, if we just find our own identity and really lean into that, like I think we're gonna be pretty good again. And I think that's gonna be their biggest key is you know, don't try to replicate the style or or the success you had the last couple of years with those incredible seniors you can be a great team doing it your own way and so far i mean they've beaten salmon twice which is a 2a school they've beaten chalice a 1a d1 we're gonna find out thursday sean this is a gargantuan matchup here it is ledor at mackie conference opener thursday evening this is a huge matchup yeah, Mackie and Rockland have kind of been the predominant powers, I think, in in this conference for girls basketball, and it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see where that that pans out. Mackie lost to Oakley and has a win over Chalice, so should should be pretty interesting. And Oakley's good. I mean, they got all the way to the championship last year in one AD one. This game, I think, actually will not count towards the league standings. Take the um, second one. Yeah, because this conference is so big, um, you don't get to play everybody twice. So the second matchup will count in the league standings. But this will be a good measuring stick because those two teams were one and two in our preseason uh, coaches poll for this conference. So, man, uh, I I am like in my nirvana here talking basketball <laughs> with Sean Kane. I love court press, three point shots. Right. Oh, there's so much good basketball action off and running. And of course, IdahoSports.com is always going to be your best source uh, for what's going on hoops wise um, with scores. You know, we get most of the scores in the night of action, you know, and by certainly my the first thing I do every morning when I wake up, Sean, is I go shake down coaches in the 80s for the scores we're missing. Uh, So we have, you know, 95 percent of the scores in by midday the following day. And you're just not going to find that anywhere else, okay? You're not going to find that from any other source that you would go to to try and figure out who won which game. So IdahoSports.com continues to be your number one source for uh, scores, schedules, that type of info. Yeah, and I can tell you, hands down, coaches appreciate it too. Uh, The coaches go look at the previews. They go look at this, you know, they know they're going to find the most accurate scores and, you know, oh yeah, we forgot this guy was on the team. Thanks for the preview, Brandon Bainey. <laughs> you know, like, so it's, it's not just for the fans, it's for the players, you know, the players get on there all the time too and coaches. So yeah, it, it don't look anywhere else. Yep. So uh, <laughs> lots of good stuff at IdahoSports.com. You just want to check back there every single 
day. One more uh, note here on the basketball side of things, Sean. We talked about all these great uh, holiday tournaments, you know, first tournaments of the season in the regular season taking place. Um, there is a tournament we will be broadcasting on IdahoSports.com, Sean, the first annual Capital Classic. Capital High School in Boise is hosting this eight-team tip-off. It's a boys' basketball tournament. The games are going to be played at Northwest Nazarene University, NNU, over there in Nampa. And uh, among the field, uh, one team traveling from the east, Blackfoot, will be going over to compete. So here's the field, Sean. It is Blackfoot from the east. Um, other 4A teams are Bishop Kelly and Ridgeview from the Boise area. You've got four 5A teams competing there in Capital and Bora. And then also Post Falls and Lewiston are making the trip down. And then you've got this juggernaut from Oregon coming over, the Baker Bulldogs from Baker City. This is going to be really good, tough competition for Blackfoot. Yeah, I mean, way to throw yourself into the fire, right? I mean, you're starting off with a 5A opponent and pretty much the chances of you playing another one is pretty high, um, regardless of how it pans out. But yeah, good good uh, scheduling for Blackfoot Broncos to uh, get that competition early in in the season. Yeah, so Blackfoot will uh, start the tournament. This all starts Thursday on IdahoSports.com. You can catch every single game of the tournament for free on idahosports.com so if you're a hoops junkie and you're just looking for a way to fill your thursday friday saturday uh yeah definitely check out the capital classic on idahosports.com they're going to play the host school from capital uh to start off i'm telling you that capital team is tough their coach blaz uh blaz Teleria, oh man he's a good coach and so yeah gonna be a tough challenge for blackfoot right out of the gates and speaking of tough challenges how about preston and hillcrest meeting up in boys hoops to get the season rolling uh, yeah, yeah. Hillcrest gets a 56 to 53 win. That was in Preston, right? Yeah, it was in Preston. Wow. Um, and it's it's kind of become an annual um game where they kind of flip-flop it. They'll go either to Hillcrest first or Preston first, but it's becoming a pretty normal scheduling game. And I always kind of forget about it. And I caught caught it caught it last night. And man, what a what a what a great game. Very close. Um Hillcrest down two of its best players, um, Isaac Davis and Ike Sutton. Um, didn't compete in that contest it did look however like they're on the bench so i i don't know if they you know didn't have their practices or whatever but uh T taylor talon of hillcrest poured in 24 points and kind of led hillcrest to a, a a victory but besides that what it you know it makes me believe is preston's pretty good <laughs> and not that we ever thought that they weren't but you know they lost a few guys they're a young team um, obviously the coach's son has been, been playing for a few years, but besides that, they're still kind of young, but man, Jones, uh, coach Jones just knows how to get that squad going and they looked good. And just a few things go a different way at the end of that game and Preston wins, but man, it's for a basketball, uh, boys basketball is in East Idaho is always so intriguing. Um, and it's fun to see that matchup early and they'll play again later. And I, I can't wait to see what happens there, but yeah, Hillcrest the defending champions, and and Preston um, usually hasn't been to state the last couple of years due to the just how the districts are. But a top five team in theirself, and um, you know they have a chip on their shoulder. I think they want to be at state pretty bad. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, 
spoiler alert, Preston's good. Tyler Jones, the coach, Drew Jones, his son. And then it's all these names that we're used to seeing over the nap and Harris. And it's just the younger brothers, Brothers. the next generation coming through. Uh, You know, we're working on our boys basketball previews, right? And I send a preview form out to every coach in the state. And most of them are pretty good about sending them back. Shout out to coach Ryan Frost from Century for finally getting his in. Joe Green, uh, the coach at Pocatello, uh, you know, sent his back in. And uh, one of the questions we always ask is like, hey, which which team in the conference could surprise this year? You know, who's not on our radar that should be? And uh, Coach Green responded. He goes, well, it's not really a surprise, but Preston's going to be really good again. So that that's kind of what I was alluding to is they're always good. Right. But I think they're uh, they're maybe a little better than you might think right now. That That would be my personal insight they look they look pretty good last night and i mean ty jones doesn't ever have a bad team i don't feel like so (laughs) yeah and that's great for hillcrest to get a win without you know two starters um also so that's going to bode well for the knights as they try to defend their 4a title uh from a year ago but yeah basketball off and running wrestling is right around the corner too don't forget our matt chat prep cast starts Next Tuesday, live 8 p.m. Mountain Time on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel and Facebook page. All right, Sean, rest up. I know you got a PA announced several basketball games this boys, week. Boys, uh, first boys basketball game for Century versus um, Thunder Ridge tonight at the Snake Pit should be a fun one. Um, see what uh, for you know you just mentioned Ryan Frost um, will come up with kind of a new looking team for the Diamondbacks really. Only the major player comes back is Elias Blackhawk. Um, then it's gonna it's gonna be a lot different look. And um, Thunder Ridge, well coached team always, and um, it should be a battle. Just like in football, you're gonna be calling Hudson Harker's name a lot for Thunder Ridge. <laughs> yeah, I saw Hudson Harker's on there, and a couple other guys look like they come back. And I think both teams, you know, aren't the tallest of teams, but they both move really, really quick. So I'm hoping for a a fast pace early home kind of night. Yeah. Hey, uh, Thunder, <laughs> Thund- Thunder Ridge never uh, got back in touch with us for a preview, Sean. So send me some notes <laughs> on what you see for our, for our season preview. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I tried to look them up uh, because I'm doing the game. I'm like, what the heck? But uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, mention it to their AD. I've got a good working relationship with them and I'm, I'm willing to ruin it. <laughs> yeah okay that sounds good um all right have fun at, at the games uh enjoy the competition everybody but also please be respectful of other fans other officials and of course the kids uh at the end of the day it's only a game all right <laughs> everyone just relax take a yeah. step back let's yeah let's just fun. go and have fun i mean just think of a couple of years ago we couldn't even go watch the games live so let's uh you know it's a it's a thing you only get to do for so long if you're a high school kid, right? You have four years um, to be part of that and have fun with it. And um, just everyone have fun. Like I just go and have fun because that's what it's about. And yeah, sometimes it gets gritty and tight. But at the end of the day, no one will remember it. Um, but you'll remember the friend and the your friends and the bonds you had with everyone and your coaches and things like that are way more important. So yeah, have fun and just be respectful. Definitely. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the East Idaho prep cast. Everybody enjoy the competitions this weekend for Sean Kane. I'm Brandon Bainey, and we will see you next time on IdahoSports.com.